Our college football game day continues with Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up. Coming up, we'll break down today's game with stats, interviews from the locker room, plus we'll take your phone calls and more. Now, once again, here are your hosts, Paul Swan and Dave Walsh. Marshall's victorious tonight. Battle the bell. Thundering Herd will be ringing it all throughout the night. Marshall 33, Ohio 31. Welcome in to Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up. Along with the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback Dave Walsh, I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join us this hour by calling 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. So the Thundering Herd, they get a little bit more offense in the second half. That's an improvement. They lose Brendan Knox, or at least temporarily, to an undisclosed injury, but... When he was on the field, 16 attempts, 135 yards. So everything was going well, but Ohio would not go away. Marshall, however, gets the win. They they get to seal the deal by taking a knee down by the goal line. That's a great way to, to end the contest. Dave, watching this game tonight, back and forth, back and forth. It slowed down a little bit in the second half, but still a lot of offense for a Marshall-Ohio game. There was a lot of offense. Only one touchdown for the Herd in the second half. I was talking to a gentleman upstairs waiting for the final book to come out. They got the one that mattered, 33-31. They got the W. And as Coach Holiday said, I think Mr. Work's going to finally graduate. He's We're not going to see him anymore, thank goodness. Because, I mean, tonight, I just thought they might run more option with him. He had a 72-yard run for a touchdown. But – Xavier Keynes, you better account for him. You never know where he's going to line up. He might be quarterback. He might be tight end. He might be a wide out. And he's going to hurt you one way or another. A rushing touchdown and the winning touchdown pass. So he's got a lot of ways to hurt you. And the offense tonight, some creativity. Statue of Liberty, I don't know what they ran that one for the Devin Miller touchdown. They Some kind of wild formation. He was all alone down the middle. They did their homework in the last eight days. On the offensive side. What did Ohio do tonight to stay in this contest? Because this is the Marshall defense that last week we were singing the praises. They stopped Boise State time and time again. It was a 17, I'm sorry, it was a 14-7 contest. And you thought, wow, Marshall defense, pretty good. That's a very good Boise State team. And then here's Ohio, and not to give them uh, any disrespect, but they're not Boise State. No, they're not. They score 31 points on the Thundering Herd, and they put a lot of points up early in that contest. I think the big thing for Ohio is Mr. Wark has a way to hurt you with his arm. He can throw it. Three touchdown passes. He can also hurt you on the option, as we saw on that touchdown run down the sideline. A lot of ways he can hurt you that maybe last week the Boise quarterback couldn't hurt you as much with his feet. He, he did have a one-yard run on a sneak and a touchdown pass, but Wark can hurt you running and throwing. He was pretty much a one-dimensional guy throwing the football, which is not bad. Well, I'll take two of one any day. And Mr. Work has that going for him. Uh, Marshall's done with him, thank goodness. And uh, Louisiana's got to worry about him next week. And the uh, other MAC teams down the road, Marshall's done. He's in the rearview mirror. Isaiah Green in the contest, 17 of 28, 206 yards, two touchdowns, and a long of 43. How do you rate his performance? Very good. And a big number. He carried the ball six times, 50 yards. And there was one time we thought the running back was tackled. I said it. And all of a sudden you said, Dave, look. Isaiah's got the ball. He had 50 yards rushing, and there were times this year when I said he is not going to run the ball. I stand corrected. He will run the ball. He will stick his nose up in there. He is two-dimensional, and that just makes it tough for the the, uh, visitor in two weeks, which will be the Bearcats of Cincinnati. 
Brendan Knox in the game before he was pulled. And uh, again, I don't have any details on if there's an undisclosed injury or not, but he's pulled, but 16 attempts, 134 yards, one loss, net of 133, had a touchdown, a long of 36, but he was averaging 8.3 a con. I'm sorry, he's 8.3 a carry. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, he was getting a lot of yards. In the pregame, we said, I I was projecting 20 touches. He had 16 touches in the first half alone for 100-plus yards, and as a receiver, he can hurt you as well. So hats off to what he does. Uh, Undisclosed injury or whatever, I don't know what. Second half, he might have been in the street clothes. Mr. Evans, just like Knox was last year, he was the next man up in the rotation. He had 70-some yards in the second half, and uh, he was the man. He got it done. Xavier Kane's all over the field. Touchdown rushing, touchdown receiving, and Marshall got here with a W. Yeah, Sheldon had to step up. He had 17 touches for 77 yards, and he had a long of 16. He was averaging uh, over four, four and a half is what he was I'll averaging. I'll take that. You'll take that. That's any day positive of the week. yardage. You That's will three take of that. those as a first down. You keep the chains moving, the clock going. Paul, that was a fast game. That was right at three-hour mark for the entire game tonight. The referees decided for whatever reason not to throw the hankies, which I was glad to see. The game had a little bit of flow. And about 9.30 or so, we're uh, scrambling in the parking lot, to parking garage to get out of there. We made it, and here we are. How about Xavier Gaines? Put him in as a quarterback. <laughs> I like that look. That was a great look. You Wildcat. Do, Remember, it was Wildcat. You don't know where he's going to line up. He, he was on there, and they were talking about he might be receivers. He might be a tight end. He might line up in the Wildcat at quarterback and take a direct snap. You better account for Xavier Gaines, number 11. And remember, he dropped a pass that would have been for a substantial gain, maybe a touchdown, but yet they forgot that play, comes back on the next possession after they get the ball back. He gets the touchdown. Whether the guy fell down or not doesn't matter. They got the touchdown, the lead. And then, as I was driving back, 5.42 left, they ran the clock out. Took a knee at the very end of the game, uh, ran the clock out and got the W. So uh, hats off to the offense. They got something straightened out from – the Boise State game to this game. And the defense, even though they gave up 31 points, not that bad. Two hours and 55 minutes total elapsed time. That's not bad at all. I'll take that for I'll Marshall take that game. any day, especially when you play at night. Thundering Herd played in front of 27,323 to show up to see the battle for the bell. Marshall reclaims the bell. And after the game, um, these kids had never seen the bell. <laughs> They hadn't been involved in this game. No, they hadn't. And then there's a trophy being presented, and they took off with it. They took off, rang it a few times, and they have it. And uh, they play for it again next year in Athens. And uh, I think it might be hard to take back because Mr. Wark has his diploma by then. It's leave it up to his brother to take over maybe as a quarterback. Who knows? But he will be gone, thank goodness. Uh, Xavier Gaines will be around and uh, the other guys as well. And Mr. Green will be a junior. Another year of uh, seeing things, making things work, running and throwing, and we'll see what happens up there. He's pretty fast as well. Tore off for a 72-yard run that ended up in a score. And at that point, Ohio goes up on the herd. This was late in the game, fourth quarter action. 31-27 at that point before Marshall would come back and answer. But he took off 72 yards. He's pretty fast. He's uh, he's better than I thought he was going to be, and I already thought he was going to be a good quarterback coming in here. I thought he might run the option more. But that one for the touchdown, he got one of the wide receivers to push one of the Marshall defenders, shield him off to the sideline. He got to the sideline, and uh, they've chased him. But, you know, not only can he run, he's got some speed. They couldn't catch him a touchdown, and that gave him their first lead. And everybody got real quiet. 
Marshall came back, got the lead, then ran the clock out and got the W. So, uh, Mr. Wark, hats off. A good job by you. You graduate, get your diploma, and move on maybe to the next level. Who knows what? But you won't bother Marshall anymore. Doc will be glad to see him gone. Marshall victorious gets the week off, and then they will get ready for Cincinnati. We've got more later on. We're going to hear from Doc Holliday, get his postgame reaction to all of this. Uh, Dave Wilson will join us here in a little bit as well. We'll have player interviews. Uh, We've sent Bill Cornwell into the scrum to get player interviews as well, so we'll hear from those two. Also, we'll take a look at the Conference USA scoreboard, get you caught up on everything that's happening inside league play. We'll take a look later on as well at the top 25. But we'll get you caught up on the Conference USA scoreboard when we continue with tonight's edition of Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. At Todd Judy Ford, for a limited time, you can get X-Plan pricing on all new Fords. If you are a supplier and made parts for Ford Motor Company, they have a special price called X-Plan. But right now, everybody qualifies for X-Plan. You just pick out any new Ford. The price set by the manufacturer is right on the invoice, and that's what you qualify for. And you still get all of the factory rebates, lifetime tires, lifetime powertrain, and lifetime West Virginia state inspections. We'll send the invoice right to your email so you can see the price before you even come in. Go to ToddJudyFord.com and pick out your new Be sure you keep up with all of the latest Marshall sports news and more with The Drive with Paul Swan. Weekday afternoons at 5, right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall beats Ohio tonight, 33-31, to to reclaim the bell. Welcome back. Paul Swan, your host, with Dave Walsh. Later this hour, we're going to hear from Don Colliday as well as player reaction to the victory. But we want to get you caught up right now with what's happening at Conference USA. Let's hit the Conference USA scoreboard. And most of these games, if not all, as I cruise the scoreboard, yep, we do have finals across the board except for a couple. So let's run them all down right now. We'll start with Southern Miss. Wow, what a fight this one was. You thought Marshall was scoring a lot in Ohio. No, no, no. <laughs> Southern Miss and Troy, uh, they go down to the wire. Both teams score 21 each in the fourth, but it's Southern Miss with the win, 47-42. That would have been fun to watch. Entertaining, just like the one in, we witnessed tonight, but 47, it's almost like last man with the ball wins the game. One that wasn't fun to watch, I'm sure. Charlotte improves to 2-1. and one. They beat Massachusetts tonight, 52-17. Charlotte's two and one. Maybe uh, they're playing very well, and you have to feel for Massachusetts. They they got kicked not kicked out, but they dropped out of the league. They're independent. They're traveling the country and uh, getting their head handed to them every time they show up. Well, America's guest picking up the paycheck yep. tonight. Yep. Uh, game in the fourth quarter now. One forty four to go, and FIU is uh, pulling away over New Hampshire, thirty to seventeen. That might not have looked the case earlier, but FIU avoiding what would have been an embarrassing loss to New Hampshire. They're avoiding it. Next week's the big one. They have a league game with Louisiana Tech at Ruston. That would be very interesting because uh, they're at the bottom of the barrel right now. They're picked to challenge Marshall and the other guys for the uh, conference championship. They're at the bottom, but they got La Tech. Which they can make a statement one way or the other. Number 12, Texas with 9.21 to go in the fourth, beating Rice 38 to nothing. Uh, they've called the dogs off They've here. called off. They've, they've sent the first string home. They're just playing it out. Uh, I don't know how many they've got in the ball yard tonight because they're playing at Rice, but uh, Texas is uh, handling this one very easily. The rest of these are final from earlier today. Middle Tennessee falls to Duke 41-18. That's not a good look for Middle Tennessee. I thought they might do a little better. Duke might have came in uh, a little mad, and uh, 
take it out on somebody and it happened to be Middle Tennessee. That's pretty one-sided football score. Ball State falls to FAU 41-31, so FAU now on the win column. The lane train rolls. <laughs> Had to get a win yes, somewhere. Warm. Yes, And you got it. UT San Antonio falling to Army 31-13. Army's now 2-1. and one. Uh, UTSA, they uh, dropped to 1-2. and two. But that game was on the NFL Network. Uh, the NFL Network had the game last week. A plus for conference shows. Even though UTSA and Army, you have Army, Marshall will play them later. They're on the NFL Network. So that's a feather in the cap for the conference. But they didn't get the W. That was the other side. You wonder which game they would have picked if they had a choice. Well, maybe uh, they would have taken this Army game still because of the appeal that Army brings. But... You know, Ohio Marshall, that probably might have been a more entertaining game for him. Southern Miss Troy as well. Whatever the case may be, uh, NFL Network got to see Army and UT San Antonio. Not a bad game, but still Army with the win 31-13. Louisville and a little bit more competitive game than I thought it would be, but Louisville also called the dogs off. They scored seven in the first, 24 in the second. <laughs> Then called the dogs off. They win 38-21 over Western Kentucky, which drops to 1-2. and two. Western is slipping a little bit. The battle of the in-state people. They played in Nashville, where they hung with the Titans. Uh, Louisville, not in a very good mood either. They came in, took out on Western Kentucky. Wait till next year. Is that the official title of the game? The battle, Something like that. The battle of the in-state people. Battle of the in-state. Not that far apart. Louisville's on the middle part of the state. You know where Western on the western side. Uh, they went to Nashville to play it. And uh, Louisville got him. California jumps out early on North Texas, 20-0 after the first, and they win it 23-17. So North Texas drops to 1-2. and two. California improves to 3-0. and oh. Not bad. North Texas gave a strong account, but uh, that's the game that California Pac-12's got to win because some of the other Pac-12 teams are letting them down, so they need somebody to step up, and California did so today. Future opponent of the Thundering Herd, Bowling Green, falls to Louisiana Tech, 35-7. Louisiana Tech, 2-1. Bowling Green, 1-2. So, good night for the Herd and for all the Conference USA teams over the Mid-American Conference. Pretty, pretty and good that's night what you overall. want. Yes. You want your conference to excel. And overall tonight, they did, except for the quote-unquote money games, maybe. Duke, Texas and Duke of those nature, but that's usually the case anyway. But overall, a good night for Conference USA, especially against the Mac and some other people. Conference USA came out ahead tonight. We'll update that Texas score a little bit later on as we uh, wrap up the show. When we come back from break, uh, we're going to hear from Doc Holliday, get his post-game thoughts. Also, we'll hear from Dave Wilson as well as our very own Bill Cornwell jumping into the media fray as we'll get player reaction from those gentlemen as we continue with tonight's edition of Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. This is Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up on 93.7 The Dog and ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall's victorious tonight over the Bobcats of Ohio, 33-31. Thundering Herd reclaims the bell. And a um, good friend of mine who uh, works for uh, NBC4 in Columbus, Jared Smalley, gets to reclaim his pride as uh, he works with a Bobcat grad. And last time that these two teams met, Jared had to, uh, I think, uh, do something. Do something Ohio-related. Uh, well, uh, Matt Barnes um, is going to have to uh, 
sing the Marshall fight song on television. So uh, shout out to my good friend, uh, Jared Smalley, who uh, is, I'm sure, smiling Feeling? right now yes, with is. the victory. Uh, Bobcat fans, uh, though, um, pretty good sports. Says, uh, I do love this rivalry. It's a, it's a fun rivalry, and uh, Frank Solich is a heck of a coach. Uh, that was a good Bobcat team that came in here tonight, and uh, hopefully uh, Marshall can uh, get the better of them again next year. But we're on to Doc Holiday tonight. Doc wrapping it up in the postgame a few minutes ago. And Doc, of course, um, he knows Ohio. He's seen Frank Solich. These two teams very familiar with each other. Let's get Doc Holiday's thoughts on the victory tonight. You know, I just uh, – what a football game that was. And uh, I thought there was two really good teams out there tonight that just competed about as hard as they could compete. And probably at the end of the day, it came down to they had one turnover and we had none. And that uh, probably was the difference in the game. So proud of our players, uh, proud of the way they played, made plays when they had to. thought the quarterback was tremendous. And uh, we just got to come back and get better and got a great challenge in a couple of weeks. But we're going to enjoy this one a little longer tonight. We did the last one and uh, get ready to go. How satisfying was it to be able to get that ball, take it down? That was huge. Yeah, I thought that that was probably the best part of that game was at the end there when that offensive line took that game over. And how, how you know, just so proud of Sheldon Evans. You know, Knox got banged up a little bit there in the first half, couldn't play in the second half. And you know, we call you hear me say it all the time: it's competitive excellence. You know, when the guy's numbers called, they're prepared to come in and get their job done. And I, I had great confidence in that kid. I knew he'd come in and play well, and he did. Three key plays there at the end, and Gaines was involved in all three of them. How big was that for him? Yeah, he just he just keeps getting better and better, you know. And you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be a handful for some teams because they don't know where he's gonna line up, and uh, you know he can line up the quarterback. We can line up at different places, but the important thing is we get the ball in his hands. And should almost came up with another big play there in the second half that would have been huge for him. So he just keeps getting better, and that's, that's important. You all faced a lot of adversity at Boise State. It seemed like a similar scenario. You were getting the ball. You weren't really moving things in the second half. What, what did you see in your guys' eyes that flipped that late in the fourth quarter? Well, I mean, you know, they, they just keep fighting. You know, I mean, this team just keeps fighting. And the, the important thing was we didn't turn the ball over. You know, we took care of the football. We punted. I thought our punter, again, did a tremendous job, you know, pinning down in there three or four times. And probably the biggest play of the game was we had a bad snap out there. I don't know if he knows or not on one of those punts. And he, he was able to field that snap and had a tremendous punt off of it. So. Like where he is, you know, he's really helping us. But uh, I, I just thought the kids kept, you know, kept their poise, you know, and, and made plays when they had to. And like I say, that drive there, I think there was what close to six minutes on the clock, a little less than six minutes, and just took it all off, which was that's fun. I like it when it ends that way. You know how physical that Ohio teams generally are. For, for your team to to rush for three hundred yards, what does that say about your offensive line? Well, I've, I've said all along I, I really like this offensive line, and, and I think that proved that hopefully I'm right. You know, I think uh, I think they're a talented bunch that uh, that took that game over when they had to, and I uh, thought both Isaiah and uh, and uh, Sheldon came up with some big runs there, but to, to put the game away. So that's if you that, that's what should happen in a four minute drill. Is what happened there tonight. That was great to see. I'm a, the, the runs that Isaiah had, are those just straight reads for him? He's seeing things and, and reacting I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just he did a good job of reading things and, and take, taking advantage of what they gave us. He did a good job in the second half, getting a lot of pressure up the middle and keeping Roark moving, not allowing him to set there in the pocket. I want you to know he's a hell of a football player. I mean, how many times we have him sacked? And I, got good, I got good athletes up front there defensively. And, I mean, we had that guy sacked, and then, my gosh, then he takes off and runs for about 70 on speed option, and he just won. I'm glad he's gone. He's got a little brother there. I hope the hell he's good as him. He is. He's going to be a little younger anyway next year, but 
he's a, I told him after the game, I said, he's a, what a competitor, uh, what a great quarterback he is. And I, I expect that team to go win the Mac. I mean, they're, they're an excellent football team. And, and uh, I love it. Uh, coach always what a, what a great coach and, and uh, got great respect for him. And uh, his teams, they always play like they play. But Isaiah, I thought he managed the game he did. really well. Really well. Took handled pressure. I don't, I'm not sure we had a sack. I don't, I don't think we did. You know, I think he offensive line did a good job protecting. They got the ball out of his hand. You know, uh, you know, we we do a lot of things at the line of scrimmage with him, pre snap and post snap. And I think he was able to handle all that. And uh, number one thing he did was took care of the ball. We had no interceptions. We had no fumbles. And that's probably, as I mentioned before, the difference in the game. They had one. We had zero. Quite possibly the roughest game of his career last week. But coming back like this, what did, what did you see in practice this week that sort of led to this performance? Yeah, I think when you're a competitor like he is, you know, you're, you're disappointed in, in the way you played you know, a week ago. And, and don't get that Boise team is a hell of a football team too now. I mean, I, at the end of the day, you're going to look up and they may not lose a game. You know, we went out there and, and, and uh, didn't play well enough in the second half to beat him, but had a chance to get that done and didn't do it. So these kids were disappointed. I mean, and they came back and went to work, you know, after a long trip. and. That was a hard turnaround. I mean, you got you get all the way out there, and I got a four or five hour flight back, and have to turn around and play a team like this this week. And that, you know, I'm just glad we got a week off now to catch our breath because we got another excellent team coming here in the next couple of weeks. I was gonna say that week off is coming just three games. Well, you know, you like that? I think it's perfect. I mean, for us, where we are right now, we get, may hope we get Obi and Furman and you know four or five guys back, and you know, Knox back healthy again, and and because uh, we have a week to catch our breath here a little bit. Coach, for the first time in a long time, you're inside of the Dell. What does the sticker mean for this program? Well, it's not the first time in a while. I mean, you know, it's two out of the last three years we've got that bell. So that being said, it's not they like to get it every year, but it's just great to get it back here. It's where it belongs. And uh, but again, what a, what a football game! You know, what a, what a great football game that was, and uh, just proud of our players. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, Doc Holliday wrapping it up with the media. He's um, he's putting it in perspective. Hey, uh, we've won that bell before. Right. It's just been gone a little while but it's back here i've won that the last two out of the last three yeah so he's just pointing that putting that in perspective there uh, hopefully the bell can stay with huntington yes. and marshall a little bit longer this time and it hopefully it will and the one thing he really uh coach solich he likes a lot and he sure is glad that uh their quarterback is going to he said uh, i'm glad he's gone what it's a always a compliment. That's what a, a compliment. Yes, and I saw late in the game when they tackled him one time. They, uh, how you got him, Marshall got up, a little pat on the, uh, each of them gave it to the other. Uh, they battled hard, but when all said and done, they uh, were able to shake hands, and Marshall got to ring the bell. That's what they played for. Marshall got the spoils. We're going to check in with Dave Wilson here in just a minute, but before we do, we're going to go to the phones at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Jordan's checking in from Huntington. Go ahead, Jordan. You're on Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up. Hey, Paul. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm very good. Hey, I tell you what, I'm doing good, too. 33-31, what a victory for the herd. Uh, I tell you what, what a turnaround from last week, though. I mean, last week it was a defense and this week, the offense really seemed to pick things up. I was really proud of the way the offensive line played. So was Doc. Doc said that uh, when you're able to run it six minutes off at the end of the game, take a knee, that's the way a veteran offensive line is supposed to feel and operate. And that's what they did. They ran the clock out, took a knee, and they left with a two-point win. The margin of victory was only two. Who cares? They have the bill. Hayu doesn't. They get ready to uh, play next week. Marshall's off. So is their opponent. They're off. They played Miami today. So they both get a week's rest and uh, score off in two weeks here. But uh, 
A lot of happy faces. Big turnaround from a week earlier. And keep this in mind, you get Brendan Knox right back out there. Um, wow. I mean, he was explosive tonight. And I, I really believe if he could have stayed out there longer, Marshall might have scored more, and this might not be a close one. This might not be 33-31. We could have been talking about maybe 45. I don't know. I like what Brendan Knox brings to the table every time. Well, thanks for letting me uh, call in you guys and go herd. See you next week. Thanks, Thank Jordan. You. Appreciate it. That's Jordan checking in, and uh, you can do so as well. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. Uh, we're going to hear in a minute uh, hear from Dave Wilson. Bill Cornwell is going to uh, be checking in with us here in a little bit as well as uh, he is uh, fighting the media scrum. I do believe we've got Dave Wilson. He is joining our broadcast for the first time tonight, and he is checking in with Devin Miller. Let's uh, talk to Dave Wilson. Devin Miller joining us. A couple of catches, one of those a touchdown. Just take me through the touchdown catch. What was the play, and uh, were you looking for the ball coming your way? Uh, absolutely. It was definitely designed for me. Uh, the goal was to come out and something else and shift out to where hopefully the defense lost me, which they, they did, and uh, – I'm the first read on that play, so I just had to make the play. That was, that was all there was to it. And Schiff, we think you're, you're about to run some big power formation. You split out, and it looked like the defense just was not ready for that. Yeah. Uh, we had them all confused. They actually they, they called out that it was a trick play, but obviously they didn't know what kind of trick play or what, where the ball was going to end up, so that worked out for us great. Offensively, you're able to get things rolling tonight, uh, whether it was Green running the ball, it was Knox, it, uh, you know, Sheldon Evans in the second half. Uh, what was the offense's, you know, kind of game plan coming into tonight? Uh, we know they're a hard-nosed team, and uh, we just kind of wanted to match that energy and, and see how hard-nosed they really were and just run the ball straight at them. And our, our running backs did a great job of reading our blocks and, and just trusting that the hole was going to be there, even if it wasn't there, right until the last second when it got there. And, and Zay doing a great job pulling it when he needed to pull it and following us. And uh, it, was just, it was just a great job by, all the, all the, by the O-line and the run game and all of us. And some of those plays you break where you're, you know, you've got to run the reverses and, you know, the misdirections, the, the downfield blocking and, and it springing those runs, that goes unnoticed by a lot of people, but uh, certainly not by the coaches when they go turn that film on later tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, that's something I really take pride in is uh, open field blocking and, and, and uh, let, letting the guy behind me make the decision. Like we saw X on that, that first play when he was lined up at quarterback. Just, he just made me right, which makes everyone's world easier. So it was just a beautiful thing. Did you uh, stash the football away after the touchdown catch? Uh, I wish. Uh, the equipment staff would have come and found me, but uh, <laughs> I wish I could have. Hey, congratulations with the touchdown catch to win tonight. Uh, Devin Miller. Thank you. All right, thanks, Dave. And exciting for him. You get the touchdown and – well, I'll tell you what, uh, when you get that, you feel really good after a game last week where you couldn't get anything really they, going. They got nothing going tonight. They gave Ohio a lot of looks on the touchdown to Mr. Miller. The same thing, gave him a lot of looks. He went down the middle of the field. Ohio committed to a lot of people. They did not commit anybody to Miller. He was wide open, and Isaiah found him for the touchdown. Speaking of Isaiah Green, as we mentioned earlier in the program, 17 of 28, 206 yards, had a couple of touchdowns. Along for 43. Bill Cornwell was there to catch his comments from just a few minutes ago. Practice going under center there just before the last drive. It, nice feeling, right, to go to victory formation after that last drive. Yes, sir. It's, you know, it's, it's always a great feeling. You know, we get the ball back with, I want to say, five minutes and 48 seconds. And, you know, to control the ball the way we did all the way into the end of the game, that was, that was a great feeling. 
you were the first one to dispel once this game was over. What was that like walking around with them? Well, what really happened when I saw a highlight tape of the Marshall versus Ohio game, and I saw like soon Ohio's they won that game, and you know after they took the victory, they ran straight to the to the bell. So I figured that was that was what we were supposed to do. As soon as I took a knee, I just ran straight to it. What was it like to win this one, get this here? It felt good, you know. Obviously, this is my first time playing in this game, but. All week I could just feel how important it was to the whole community and the, the coaches who played and then coaching. So, you know, I wanted to, you know, help this team bring it back to Huntington. How about when Brendan went down and then Sheldon comes in and man, you guys toward the, the last part of that drive controlled the, controlled the run game? Yeah, you know, we we always play with a, a next man up mentality here. You know, Knox, he played great for us. He went down, but we had complete faith in Sheldon too, so, you know, he came in and stepped up and made some big plays on, on that last drive. And, you know, we sealed the deal. Do you sense that when you guys are running the ball well that, that, that they're sort of like getting deflated about, you know, not being able to stop you and not being able to get the ball back? Yeah, you, you can see it the whole last drive. We just went straight down the field. We didn't pass the ball one time. We just went straight down the field, running the ball, imposing our will. As they help now move into an open day weekend, a long trip last weekend, tough turnaround and get a win here. So important to go into those two weeks with the win under your belt, another win under your belt. Yes, yeah, so, you know, we wanted to bounce back from last week. Obviously, we didn't have the best offensive performance last week. We wanted to bounce back from that, you know, and now we just want to focus on continuing to build on this one until our next game. How fortunate is it to have three tight ends that you can obviously utilize, and you did all three of them tonight? Those are those are weapons for you guys. Yeah, we. Like I've been saying this from you know the start of the season or before the start of the season. You know, we got a, a lot of guys that can make plays for us, and we the competitive excellence factor always shows up. Whenever somebody numbers called, they're there to make their play, and that happened tonight. Going to sort of piggyback, and I know they've already asked about, but late in the game, your ability to, to find first downs with your legs. I know that everybody talks about the passing game with you all, but, but your ability to, to make those reads and, and find those holes, it, it was kind of tight quarters, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, um, a lot of my teammates like to think I'm slow, but Last one, I, can, I can move a little bit and make plays, you know, get first downs, just, just keep drives moving, extend plays, stuff like that, you know. So that, that always plays a factor. Coming off last Friday's loss, I know you all were disappointed. What, what was your all's mentality starting Monday, Monday to, to really uh, get this thing back right? We just wanted to um, bounce back from last week. And we, didn't, we didn't play how we know we can, but we wanted to bounce back from last week and just um, come into this game and, you know, get the run game going to open up the pass game and kind of vice versa with it. That was, that was kind of the mindset. They might have asked you about this, but your old offensive line. I mean, it sort of seemed like uh, whenever it came time, they, they sort of pulled up and, and really did their job well. Yeah, they, they, they came through. We got the ball back with five minutes and 40 seconds, you know, and we controlled the ball all the way down the field without throwing the ball one time. So, you know, that was huge from them. We, we had one of the best offensive lines in, in our conference. So, you know, they showed that, you know. That was Isaiah Green from earlier this evening. He just took off for that bell. He saw what they did a few <laughs> years ago, decided, I'm going to do that. That's what they you're did, supposed I to do. do Back to the locker room. Devontae Beckett on the defensive side of the ball was all over the place tonight. He was credited with a couple of solos, but he also had nine assists, so he is a total 
of 11, including a uh, half, gets a half credit for a tackle for loss. No matter the case, he was all over the ball tonight. And we go to Dave Wilson, who is standing by with Devontae Beckett. Here with Tavante Beckett, he leads the herd with 11 tackles tonight, and looked like you guys were throwing everything you could at that Ohio Bobcat offense. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Very, very disciplined and talented offense. Uh, we knew what they was about. We knew what they were going to come in and do. Uh, they made plays. They're playmakers. They're on scholarship just like us. So we knew it was going to face adversity. Offense carried us. We just answered when we needed to, and that's, we got to win. That's all that matters. Coach Lambert talked earlier in the week about execution, having to be disciplined. Did, were you guys able to do that tonight? As a defense, yeah. we failed on a couple things that cost us some points. So we definitely is not we definitely not where we wanted to be coming off of last week with Boise playing good and then coming out here, and we just played, we played how we shouldn't have played. We didn't do what we were supposed to do, but at the end of the day, offense did what they were supposed to do, and as a team, when your number was called, we made plays, and that's really automatic. Yeah, when you needed the big stop mm-hmm. late in the second half, yes, you were sir. able to come up and, and make that big stop. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's just what it's about. It's called competitive excellence. I know y'all probably heard about it. When your number called, make a play, and that's that's just what it's about here at Marshall. Just making a play when your number called. How's it feel? You know, you could feel the energy in the stadium. Mm-hmm. The fans bring that bell home. Yes, sir. It felt good. You know, we was getting a crowd hype on third down, and we kept – they kept converting, so it kind of – I know the crowd was getting, getting tired of it, and I was just happy that we can reward them by getting off the field and letting offense just drive down and finish the game and just get, get, uh, getting a win. Devontae Beckett, 11 tackles tonight. Heard wins. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. And right behind him, Nazi Johnson. He had eight total tackles, two solos for Devontae Beckett, but three solos for Nazi Johnson. Five assists total there, so eight tackles. He's right behind Devontae Beckett. Bill Cornwell uh, got his microphones in, and uh, here's a little bit of Nazi talking to the media after the game. Well, that was a tough one, huh? Yeah, it was. It was a tough one. We had to fight, fight, fight the whole game. It was a good team right there to be. The quarterback poses so many problems for everybody. That he's yeah, good. Well, we haven't seen a quarterback like that that can uh, throw the ball and stand into. He stayed in the pocket real well and made crazy plays. That's a good quarterback. Head off him. That's awesome. Thoughts on bringing the bell back? Oh, it feels good. This is my actually first time actually playing this team. Uh, they uh, coach always talked about all the history with the bell. It's good to have it back. I like the sound of it. So. <laughs> nice. What's this mean uh, going into an open date, uh, an important win, you know, because you got two weeks before you play again? Yeah, uh, it means a lot. We got a lot of things to work on on the defensive side. Um, feel like we we can improve on a lot of things. The offense came to show up today. Um, this week we're going to come back, come together, and uh, just fix the little things in the locker room and stuff like that. How big was that stop late in the game when you had to get him off the field and you guys you guys did it? Uh, it shows that um, – we were capable what we're capable of. Um, we should have did that the whole game, and uh, we just got back on our feet and uh, executed the game plan at that point. Was he faster than you thought when he went up on, on, on the edge there and went 72 yards or so? Did you know he was that fast from? Oh, time? coach, coach uh, emphasized he was very fast, um, but you can't really expect it till you're out there and actually realize how fast he is. But he, he bent the corner and took off, so he, he's fast. Good time for an open week for you. You excited about oh, having a little I'm, rest? I'm excited. Um, getting a lot of cold tubs, and rest, and 2K. So it's just, just happy time. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Nazi Johnson again. Uh, yeah, he was fast, wasn't he, was he Dave? <laughs> Coach said he was fast, and he was fast. But he also graduates. 
That's one of the better quarterbacks I've seen in a while coming uh, in here. One of the best option quarterbacks you'll see. The last week's quarterback was good, but no, this gentleman tonight was pretty proficient with his arm and his feet. On the option, gave him the corner, that touchdown run. He was gone. Some guys were chasing him. They couldn't run him down. He outran him to the end zone. If Nathan Rourke was as good last week as he was this week and he was actually a little healthier, I think Ohio, a little closer with Pitt, beats right. them. Might have beat him. Your you, 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 uh, guest this afternoon mentioned he bowed some strep throat last week. Wasn't 100%. He was tonight against Marshall. Uh, he had a good job throwing the football, good job running the football. Uh, that's the kind of game when you're the visitor. You try to stick around, stick around. They took the lead late. And then Mr. Gaines, uh, as they mentioned, you better look where he lines up because he may hurt you running, throwing. Who, who knows how else he's going to score? Well, the guy who's up front seeing it all, he's the one whose uh, report I want the most is Levi Brown, the center for the Thundering Herd. Dave Wilson catching up with Levi Brown. Here's center Levi Brown, and uh, how's it feel to have the bell back home? It's awesome. It really is. It's one of those feelings where, you know, never having the opportunity to play these guys until right now. Um, we didn't know how much of a rivalry it kind of was until the game got started, and it was so chippy. And it was a, it was a fun atmosphere, honestly, just to, to go out and run the ball as well as we did and, and beat those guys how we did. It's a great feeling for an O-line and especially a team. What was the offense's attitude in leading up to this game and in this game tonight? Coming out of last week against Boise, we knew that we had to run the ball better in order to be successful. And I think Cramsey had the same idea as the O-line. You know, we wanted to run the ball and run it well. And he gave us the opportunity and gave the runbacks opportunity, and it turned into a really good game for us. Sheldon said uh, when he got in there in the second half, you guys just turned to him and said, follow us. Exactly what it was. I went to Sheldon and uh, told him, no matter what you do, hit the hole as hard as you can and you'll be successful and always fall forward. And uh, he made sure to do that on every run he got. And he had a, one or two that broke for more than five or ten yards. So it turned out to be a, a really good outing for Sheldon Evans to get his first kind of get his feet wet in, in a real situation in the game. And there in the second or in the first half, uh, Knox gets in the end zone. He was untouched. It looked like there's a hole I could have run through. Knox is a special running back in the first place, but whenever we make a hole for him like that, you know, it's hard for anyone not to run through it. But Knox <laughs> is the kind of guy that no matter what, he's going to hit a hole as hard as he can and try and run through someone as opposed to run around him. So he's a, he's an O-line's running back for the most part. I mean, he, he, he's not afraid of contact, and he'll go out of his way to make it sometimes. That's why we love him so much is because he'll always try as hard as to make a good play. All right, you got a week off. What do you do with it now? We enjoy this win for the night and then turn around and come back and get our bodies feeling right tomorrow. Got to be treatment room and – Doing everything we can to get back, you know, get our bodies feeling like a, like it's week one again. So, you got a big one coming up in two weeks. Center Levi Brown, appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate that, and he speaks of Sheldon Evans. And Sheldon had to step up, come in into the game, seventeen carries, seventy-seven yards. Did not score a touchdown, but he did break off a few, and uh, he had a long of sixteen. So he stepped right up where Brendan Knox had started, and Bill Cornwell. Got his microphones in the fray just a moment ago and caught up with Sheldon Evans. Well, honestly, I, I didn't know what was going on. You know, and around here we call it competitive excellence and, and step up and do your job. So that's what I did. Yep. At the same time, how much have you thought about this moment, like this exact moment, like in a key situation, having that ball in your hands? Yeah, well, well I knew, you know, I'll be getting a couple reps, you know, um, this week, but I didn't know, you know, that much. So, you know, I was thankful and I just, you know, did my job. 
you got your feet wet there a little bit a couple of weeks ago against VMI. So now you come in this this game. Uh, every game's important, but the, the stakes were pretty high in this game. Yeah, yeah. I know we had the. I didn't know like we had a bell in a minute. So you know it felt good to you know have it back. Yep. That last drive where you guys held on to it and able to run out the clock, how, how important was that and how good was your offensive line on that drive? They were so good. They told me to run behind them and, and you know, that's what I did. You know, they led the way. And, and you know, this summer it really showed, you know, the last couple of seconds. Yep. You, you and Isaiah, that last drive, you knew Ohio would send eight or nine in a box and they're trying to, how, how important was your all's patience on some of the runs to let things develop and let Ohio sort of overrun some plays? Yeah, I mean, they, they knew what was coming. It was just, you know, who's going to, you know, push harder. And then, honestly, we did. Yep. Thoughts on bringing this guy back? It feel good. I, I, we didn't have it in a couple years, so, you know, having it back, you know, feel real good. What was that post-game celebration like? Oh, it felt good. You know, we were dancing and, you know, laughing in the locker room. It, it felt real good. Where's this going to go? Honestly, I don't know where it's going. But <laughs> hopefully they put it up in the locker room or something like that. Yep. No, most of us never get to see Doc's emotion. What's Doc's emotion like after a game like this? Like, what, what's he like in the locker room? I mean, he was, he was pretty happy about this one. He, was, he, he danced a little bit, too, about, about that girl. Like that. Yep. You got a video of that? No, I didn't get a video. I, I should have had my phone out. <laughs> No, if you could describe Doc's dance moves, how would you do that? Oh, oh. I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't know. He, I mean, you know, Ralph, he came in and did his little, you know, little thing after the game. So and that's the only thing Doc really did was, you know, put his hands up a little bit. That's it. Yep. Good time for an, for an off week for you guys to get rested up before Cincinnati in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it is a good time. You know, people that's, you know, banged up or bruised up, you know, get back, you know, healthy. And, you know, and I guess we got some couple people that's coming back, too. Did Brendan say anything to you after the game about your, your performance? What oh, yeah, he was happy for me. He was happy. He gave me a big hug, and, you know, yep, he was happy for me. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's uh, Sheldon Evans, and uh, I didn't know Doc was such a party animal in the locker room afterwards. I guess somebody have to sneak a camera in there and get him the uh, – how many times we have seen coaches, whatever they do, to see Doc uh, celebrating a little bit, letting his hair down. We know what he's – going to do in the conference when we get with him but what does he do when he tells his players and uh that would have been fun to watch i'd hate to be that player though to release that video i know yeah i don't want to come looking for him i don't want to be that player <laughs> let's get you caught up top 25 scores and we'll run down conference usa one more time and then call it a night let's start with marshall's previous opponent 22nd ranked boise state right now with 833 to go in the second boise state is leading portland state 14 to 10. That's right. Portland State has scored three more points than the herd could muster all last week. They scored first, but Boise answered back. But it's 14 to 10. But it's a four quarter game. We'll see what happens. Number 15, Oregon is beating the Grizz, Montana, 14 nothing, and that is late in the first 28 seconds ago. There, final number three, Georgia, all over Arkansas State, 55 nothing. It was Temple beating 21st-ranked Maryland 20-17. to Number 6, Ohio State, no problem with Indiana, 51-10 there. Ohio State might be cruising to another Big Ten title. It looks pretty promising early. Pittsburgh, they fall to Penn State 17-10. Pittsburgh scores 10 points in the second and no more. Penn State has to battle and chip away the entire game. And they win that one 17-10. So, hey, Pittsburgh's a little bit better than maybe we thought they were. So maybe that Ohio maybe. Bobcats team is a little bit better than, than we, we thought, thought they. Yeah. 
keep that in mind. Notre Dame, seventh ranked in the country, defeating New Mexico 66-14. It was number two, Alabama, beating South Carolina 47-23. Stanford gets beat by 17th ranked UCF 45-27. UCF, unless they fall, they're pretty much going to be your access bowl team. Overtime win for BYU, beating 24th-ranked USC, 30-27 there. It was 19th-ranked Iowa eking out a victory over Iowa State, 18-17. Marshall victorious over Ohio, winning the bell, 33-31 our final. Good night, everyone. This has been Todd Judy Ford, College Football Wrap-Up. Who in college is the most marketable that he will ever be in his life or he or she, because we're not just talking about football. We're talking about all college sports. Um, and, and for that reason,